Welcome to the Divinely Aligned Podcast. I am your host, Ashun Divine. Welcome to my sacred space. If you are a returning listener, thank you. Welcome back. If you are a new listener, welcome and thank you. I appreciate you for clicking that listen button. Do me a favor. Hit the follow button, the like button, the subscribe button, all those buttons. Share it with a friend. Let them know where you're listening all those good things on whatever platform you may be streaming on. So today is going to just be a pretty chill episode. I'm going to give the message of the day, the divine message, and then I will be having a little chit chat with my good homegirl, Kishana White. You may have heard her on the episode Love, Soul and Elevation, which is actually the name of her jewelry business so if you haven't done so already go ahead and check it out i will leave that in the show notes let's get into the divine message of the day so today's message is about over planning okay this feels like very heavy virgo earth energy capricorn energy uh but anyway it's just someone who's at this time being a little too um reliant on structure if that makes sense spirit is asking you to kind of loosen the reins a little bit open yourself up to being guided open yourself up to living a more free-flowing life open yourself up to trusting god really and having faith okay because you are it's okay to have plans it's okay to go steps by steps but sometimes if those steps don't go as planned for you you'll just shut down the whole entire operation and it gets overwhelming you know sometimes when you over plan you easily get overwhelmed so keep that in mind that you know as things whatever's meant to you will flow and obviously plan but don't over plan okay i don't want that to go over y'all's i don't want that to go over anyone like i'm saying um you know don't plan or no 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 no. listen honey i have plans i make plans however You'll realize when something starts to feel a little inauthentic or not as organic, and then you'll start to despise it or resent it. Okay, so to protect yourself from that, allow yourself to have faith and let things flow. All right. Hey, girl, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. You look amazing. Thank you. You too, girl. I love the hair color. Thank you. Um. (laughs) So anyway, I wanted to have you on again today to talk about some ideas that you sent me. Um, There was a video. I didn't listen to the full clips. I was waiting for today. You said you wanted to talk about it. So, yes, I'm going to play the clip and I want to get your your uh, your opinion on what he's saying. A Spanish woman, they're raised to to be a wife. But why isn't a black woman raised that? Most black women are raised to be independent. Remember, remember Let's be real. Most black women are raised to be strong, tough, independent, and don't take no shit. If the daddy wasn't shit, I raised you alone by myself, be a strong black woman. So they come into the game with their guard up ready. Spanish girl is raised to serve. They be cooking for their father at a young age, washing the dishes, washing the table, mopping all Saturday morning. Let's face it, they're raised to serve. If one time I had I swear to God, I'm at a girl's house having dinner. I got out with my own plate, put it in the garbage, put it in the sink. Her mom spazzed on her. 
Hispanics. I thought, da, 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 da. Now, in the black woman's house, if I get up, my own plate, she gonna say, that's a damn good nigga. He got his own shit. I like him. A Spanish Oh my gosh. Oh. <laughs> Listening to that, oh, I get, I feel, oh, okay, frustrated. <laughs> so, okay, a few things. One, I do agree with part of the only part where he said most Black women are raised to be strong and independent. Mm-hmm. That is a fact because it's not, and I don't think it has anything to do with, um, the correlation of fathers. He mentioned fathers and whatever your father. And I don't think it has anything to do with that. We just have it in our DNA to be strong and independent, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that is pushed, especially from our elders. However, everything else I completely disagree with. I do not think that there is a specific race that is, or ethnicity that is more serving than the other, Mm -hmm. you know? I think that is household based as well. But most importantly, I I just don't agree with and I'll let you kind of go into this the whole idea of the serving, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I yeah. can speak for myself personally that I've had conversations with my sister circle, some of my girls and the talk was somewhere along the lines of when you're young and this, these are all black women, by the way, when you're young, you have to assist with your siblings. You have to help cook. You have to mm-hmm. serve the plates that he mentioned. We yeah. don't serve and things like that. And although I'm not saying that that is something to be glorified at such a young age, I just think it kind of adds to the point that he's completely false. <laughs> yes, I, I agree with you 100%. And um, one thing that concerned me with this video clip was the the pressure to raise a little girl to serve that just it didn't sit right with me because I feel like women naturally have this tendency to serve we are all we're the backbone of the community black women are um and we take care of our families we take care of our men we take care of our children and women just have this natural tendency to serve and then so you're telling me you want to put it in her more you need to serve you need to serve a man you need to serve Women, little girls should be taught to seek out what makes them happy. Exactly. That's just how I feel. Um, I know a lot of people may not agree with that. Mm-hmm. But um, going back to what we talked about the last time with the matriarchs, my grandmothers, they both shared their relationship dynamic with me um, since I've become an adult. And they said that they weren't happy in their relationships. Mm-hmm. Their relationships consisted of them taking care of their husbands and taking care of their children. Right. They could not pursue the things that, well, they couldn't even try to discover what made them happy. So um, I just would not teach my daughter to serve. Like, I, that that doesn't sit well with me. It brings, to me, it brings in a potential, what do you call that? Trauma of devaluation. It, it feels like mm-hmm. you're devaluing yourself. You know what I'm yes. saying? When mm-hmm. you're just taught, Whatever you have going on, whatever your dreams you want to do, whatever goals, push that to the side. You got a good right. man right here. So uh-huh. like, huh? <laughs> it needs to be in alignment with what your husband. Right. And I mean, of course, you have to have conversations. You of know, course. like my husband's in the military and I can't just go join Hollywood. And he's right. always, like, we have to have those discussions. But prior to you need to I think women need to figure out what makes them happy. And yeah. it really 
I'm not teaching my daughter to serve. I'm sorry. I'm just not. And I talked to my husband about it and he was like, no, we are not doing that. We are not teaching my daughter to serve. He was like, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you feel like what do you feel like that's all you have to offer? I can't right. imagine that being my, what was pushed onto me when I'm younger. And then that being my train of thought as I grow into womanhood, mm-hmm. I would have never been doing anything that I'm doing now. I would have just got in a relationship and did whatever they wanted me to do. And I kind of went down that path. Um, but this was under the umbrella of religion. Mm-hmm. Um, I was taught in church that, you know, I need to serve my husband, obey Submit. my husband. Yeah. yeah. And I, don't, I have no problem with submission. I submit right. to my husband now. I do. Right. Um, but he doesn't demand it. Like he yeah. doesn't be like, woman, it's easy my to, food ready. Like, no. <laughs> right. It's easy to follow someone's lead that knows how to lead. I think mm-hmm. that's important because yes. um, I don't want that to get, that message to get blurred. There are a lot of young women that submit to dudes that ain't shit. Like, let's just call it what it is. Okay. And you feel like you're being disloyal. You're so loyal. But like, what are you loyal for? What are you getting out of this except outside of destruction? That's a whole nother thing. That's a message for somebody. Yes. To your point. Yeah. It's easy to follow someone that knows how to lead. And if you and don't it, mind, you know, yeah. doing that, then that's wonderful. And that's another thing, like everybody's relationship is different. We're all not under this one umbrella of how relationships should go. There are different dynamics. There are women who are the breadwinners and the husbands more submissive. Like there's different strokes for different folks. So that old narrative, it got thick though. Mm -hmm. Speaking of marriage, you're married. What? I'm not married yet. So I like to, I want to ask a few questions if you don't mind. Um, You... When did you, did you always know you wanted to be a wife or when did you know you wanted to be a wife? No, ma'am. No, ma'am. It's so funny because growing up, I was never the girl with the dream wedding and the dream dress and never, never. So, and I've been married twice. I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm very open about that. I've been married twice. Um, even with my first marriage, my first wedding was really huge. I had 12 bridesmaids. Wow. Um, I had a huge wedding and I hated every second of it. Oh no. So you didn't want the big wedding? No. Gotcha. No. My ex-husband wanted the big wedding. Okay. Um, but I I never really thought I would get married. Um, and it may be, be maybe due to some childhood trauma. You know, I didn't see a lot of married couples in my family. Mm-hmm. Um we have That'll one yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) you've been on tiktok (laughs) yes yes we have we have one couple in our family who's been married for like 30 years but other than that i like with my mom you know she she's been married twice and my grandma's been married three times you know we didn't same something that i was really interested in i just did it yeah (laughs) the first time i was just like okay you know right this is what i'm supposed to do okay yeah i was in church and i thought that that was what i was supposed to do and obey your husband all that and i was i knew i was like i don't like this like i i just don't like this was he older Mm -hmm. okay um by like four or five years okay okay well so then your current marriage your current Mm -hmm. and last marriage yes um when did you know then, you know, what, what sparked your interest in wanting to remarry? Um, well, because I met someone who allowed me to be myself and 
we're really good friends. Yeah. Like we're really, really, really good friends. And I think that's an important aspect. So we're just like, okay, this is, this is cool. Let's spend our lives together. <laughs> yes. I like yes. it. I love it. So because we were at these questions sparked out, you know, as we're talking about marriage and submission and serving and everything, mm-hmm. um, with all that being said, what does being a wife mean to you? Like, Let's start with what being a wife meant to you 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Let me think. Uh, so 10 years ago, I had no clue. So even if you weren't married, yeah, just like, what was that thought? Um, Honestly, when I was younger, I thought it was just, okay, it's time to get married, time to have kids, Um, be kind of boring. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know what you, you mean. know when I yeah. when I was like 20 I'm like okay once I get married I'll be boring and have the kids <laughs> and cook and clean it really wasn't very appealing to me at all yeah yeah because you weren't <laughs> ready for it no yeah <laughs> no so I the way that I thought about marriage then is was like I, I had a similar this. I had a similar thought as well in my 20s it's, I, yeah yeah I haven't been married I was engaged and even then I was just like Mm, I don't know, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. but the spirit and soul will tell you because the relationship obviously wasn't aligned. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just the idea around it all just didn't really move me. You know what I mean? I just yeah. wasn't ready for it. So no, and it's so interesting because a lot of my friends, they had the dream, they had the dream wedding, the dream dress. Like I hate, like I hated my dress. Let me just tell you Aww. with my, with my husband now. We went to the Justice of Peace. We got married in some lady's house. Yes. Um, and then we went to the movies to see us. Yeah. That was it. That was it. I was so <laughs> happy. Yeah. I was, I was so you, happy. We are more similar than I than I thought. I <laughs> you know, people that. people assume like people think that, you know, I had this big, huge wedding and I did the first time, but people think that I like I, I don't like all of that. Yeah. I, I don't. I yeah. don't. I'm saying I love intimate um, situations because that's where I feel most comfortable. You know, mm-hmm. I don't need a million and trillion people all up in my, my crap. <laughs> no, absolutely not. And it's, it's draining. Yeah. But this will be the last time I get married. Okay. <laughs> With that being said, so what does being a wife feel like or mean to you now? Like, what are the values that you, I guess, see in that? Um, For me, it's more about partnership, companionship. Um, support. Mm-hmm. I'm here for my husband when he needs me. He's here for me. But we really encourage each other to seek out our own happiness. Yeah. Um. We have sit down and talks about not depending on one another for happiness because mm-hmm. it'll it'll depress you. It'll depress yeah. you depending on your partner to make it. Yeah. Your partner's gonna piss you the hell off a yeah. lot. So yeah. you can't depend on them to make you happy. And we have we really have those thorough conversations. Like, so mainly we just support each other. We're friends. We have a good time. We have fun. Um, we talk about serious things. He, he encourages me to level up. I encourage him to level up. Like we're just, we're, we're like each other's cheerleaders. I love it. So listen, it doesn't feel like woman submit to me. It it feels more (laughs) like, it feels like natural. Like we're good friends. Yeah. You know, we friends doing this life thing together. Yes. That's, yeah. And I think that's what makes it so easy for me this time. Yeah. That's beautiful. I love that. Thank you. I love to hear it. I, all I can say is just, I mean, you only live once. Marry that dude. Yeah. 
yeah. marry him. And if you don't like him, divorce his ass. Yeah. You know what much. I mean? Yeah. I know I'm, people are really huge on divorce and stuff, and I'm not trying to take away from people's ideas, but you know, yeah. you don't like his ass, divorce him. Yeah. I'll say <laughs> this. I'm definitely, I can't say I'm pro one way or the other, but I definitely believe in trying to stay married. Mm-hmm. Um, unless there obviously are circumstances that I just absolutely am like, girl, you better sir you better get out of there yeah yeah like physical you know abuse whatever things like that mm-hmm. i just think at least try other try. instances yeah other instances not abuse yeah at least try maybe therapy whatever floats your boat if not you know i know for me once i'm married that's it like we're not <laughs> that's it <laughs> we're not I'm so loosey-goosey i'm like <laughs> look now keep playing with me all right <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm talking now. No, but um, <laughs> no, for me, that's it. It would have to be something like mm-hmm. I really can't be in the same space with you or I'm going to kill Ooh. you type of situation. Yeah. <laughs> then I'm out. Yes. Yes. No, that's uh, I look forward to that. Girl. OK, it's nice. Yeah, I, I could already I could already feel I could already see it. I could see mm-hmm. it. It looks nice. like a beautiful thing. Yes. Just think, just kind of like tying back into the video. And now that we talked about marriage, there was this other thing that I was thinking about. And it's like, I've been in this space of just wanting to feel sexy. Oh, yes. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think you said that you were kind of feeling that way too. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it's so funny. We, um, we talked about Rihanna because Rihanna, when she first came out it, to me, she came off as like this really shy girl and really beautiful shy girl and then next thing you know it's like she just she was like sex goddess like yeah i was like where did this come from and i've i've always admired that and i've always wanted to feel sex i do not feel sexy at all yeah (laughs) i um no i'm right there with you i definitely i have moments and they're like a burst of energy or something you know where i'm just like oh I feel so sexy but of course like most women those other moments are very there (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. where I'm just like yeah there's there I go I think I go weeks at a time it sounds crazy but there'll be like weeks where I'm like I don't want to in my head I want to feel sexy but the Mm -hmm. work that goes with it is just so much work (laughs) <laughs> yes and so then it's just this whole spiral of like oh i don't feel sexy oh i can't get se-. it's like this whole thing i'm i'm sure you can relate oh so, yes so yeah i definitely get what you're what you're saying for sure and it's like uh i try so many things i'm like okay maybe if i get me some lashes i feel sexy if i get my hair done up feel... and then i do it and i'm just like i i just still don't feel it like i'm not feeling it and I just really want and I I know a bunch of women who want to feel sexy and empowered mm-hmm. and and I, I just want to feel that I'm trying to figure out what I can do to feel that yeah it's um do you think it's what do you think it is like what makes you I don't know if it's too personal but makes you not feel sexy if that if that makes sense work girl work okay I work really hard I work 12, 10 to 12 hours a day I just that doesn't make me feel sexy at all this, yeah. I'm sorry I don't mean any harm I love what I do but at the same yeah. time there's nothing sexy about excel word <laughs> document <laughs> there's nothing <laughs> sexy about spreadsheets you know what I'm I mean and that's what I'm looking at 12 hours a day no. and you know Ooh, it's I just know, like 
I know what you mean. Oh, I just had a flashback. <laughs> yes, like yeah. I don't, I don't want to be. Like, I'm not the type of person to tell people just quit your job. You know what I mean? But you know, sometimes I'm just like, man, I just wish I had the freedom. You yeah. know, some when I go to the gym, I feel se- a little bit sexy. Okay. You know, because I'm working out and yeah. I'm taking care of my body. When I eat healthy, I feel a little bit sexy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's mainly because of where I'm spending most of my time. Yeah. And, Right now, it's in an office building with no windows. That makes a lot of sense. I work from home. I mostly do most of my work from my media work, my podcast work, everything. I do it from home. School work. Mm-hmm. So that adds to it for me because in my space, I am the most comfortable. Mm-hmm. And once you're in that space, it's kind of hard to dig yourself out. I literally only make myself presentable for shit like this, for stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, let me do a little video or chat with a friend or you know otherwise i'm wig off bonnet Mm -hmm. honestly girl okay do you have these moments because sometimes i feel like i gotta like check myself i'm like girl you got a man like okay (laughs) girl i'll be out here i'll be in here looking like i done got jumped by eight bitches and i'm like you got a whole husband that's looking at you You get a little too comfy. Like, I know you love me and everything, but hold yes. up. Hair Girl. standing up on top of your head. <laughs> Listen, like, I'll be having a little tube, like the little pigtail braid. Girl, it'd be a mess. <laughs> a mess. Uh, it's a yes. mess. But I'm yeah. thankful because my husband, he loves me in a t-shirt. That's mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. He, he's a t-shirt guy. Yeah. It's, oh, a, I don't it's have a simple do things t- for them. Yeah. I think it's... I don't know what the hell trained us to think that we got to like overdo, like get done up to be safe. I don't know. And I think yeah. that's what it is. I think that's what the, I think it's that pressure that teaches you that, that getting all dolled up and putting on whatever the hell makes you mm-hmm. sexy instead mm-hmm. of just being stripped down, natural, just chilling, mm-hmm. ponytail, whatever. Yeah. I think we make it harder on ourselves. because, Like I said, my husband's really, simple he's like just throw a t-shirt on with no bra and i'm straight yeah (laughs) (laughs) right yeah it's definitely yeah it's the simple things for them for sure that is too funny but yeah i you're not the only one and i'm not the only one i've had a lot of women actually speaking to me about this topic just um and i don't think it's a pressure from anyone like we said i think it's just something internally every now and again that you especially as we're growing even more into our womanhood like us millennials and um i say late 20s mm-hmm. um you know your body's changing your mm-hmm. everything's changing yes. <laughs> everything is changing so you're almost like you're watching yourself grow and you're trying to grow into yourself with yourself and grow into loving that self mm-hmm. it's a lot <laughs> it is it is especially when you sit down and your knees just start hurting for no reason <laughs> girl ask me every day but I think that's why exercise is so important because it does make you feel sexy it like does you, you got to keep that body moving so it's flexible you know what I mean like my, my one of my good friends she sent me this video of a woman who does a hip hip opening um Ooh. exercise where she's doing the splits yeah and i'm like oh my god i need to do that. i need to open up these girl hips. can you imagine that clink is gonna, <laughs> oh, it's gonna be so amazing girl snap crackle and pop okay <laughs> I, need that <laughs> I went oh my gosh speaking of i went to get a uh, thai sports massage a couple weeks ago oh i'm actually gonna god. go back on monday because i need this to be in like my monthly routine mm-hmm. girl this lady had me like 
I felt like a chicken wing. She was like snapping me and cracking me all over. I was like, what is going on? Yes. But it felt so amazing. Afterwards, mm-hmm. I literally walked out feeling like a new person. I'm like, this is yes. a new back, new shoulder, mm-hmm. <laughs> new knees. Like I need some, I need a knee transplant. <laughs> no, my <laughs> knees are hurting just sitting here. I ain't just shit to sit. <laughs> How are you tall? How tall are you? I'm five, five. Oh, you're short. I, I am. You, I thought you were I'm, tall. My husband five, always nine. Oh, okay. My um, my good friend Sierra, she's five ten, and she's like, I always thought you were tall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your pictures, man. You must be doing something to elongate them legs or something. <laughs> I, I'm all legs. It's so oh, weird. Okay. I have a short torso, long legs, but I'm five five. <laughs> I, okay, I see. I see. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, she's a tall girl. Mm-hmm. Okay. And she's like, oh. no, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. um, yeah, no, that that definitely all those things play a part. I think. Um, I notice for sure, like the difference in my confidence when I'm in the gym and mm-hmm. when I'm not like yeah. I'm sluggish when I'm not, I'm just, ugh, I feel frumpy. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. even, and it has nothing to do with weight. We are not, I'm not talking about weight. I'm mm-hmm. talking about just the energy, the overall yes. energy. You just feel, you don't feel your best self, you know? Right. Staying active, just yeah. staying active. And I can't lie to you. I'm not going to lie. I hope this is not TMI, but when I work out, I get turned on. I don't know why. What do you mean? <laughs> like I get, I like, I don't know if there's some type of connection between being really active yeah. and your hormones, but I, I bet there is. I get turned. I'm like, I'm ready to come home and just, okay. You know what I mean? Well, that's part of that. Yeah. That there's a lot to that. Cause that energy too. I think that's why, um, they encourage men to work out because they say it'll boost your like sex drive. So maybe mm-hmm. there's something to that. Oh, and as far as juicing, ladies, apples, they boost your sex drive. So make sure you eat your apples. Which ones? Um, Granny Smith. Not that I need it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm an Aries Venus, so I'm good over here. Okay, (laughs) me too. Right. Um, Okay, you said Granny Smith. Mm -hmm. Okay. I actually have like like two big bolts of celery that I'm going to juice probably when we get off of here. What do you, do you just do the celery or do you mix them with anything? Um, most of the time I just do celery by itself or if I'm not in the, cause let's be honest, celery juice is trash. It doesn't taste good, but, um, I'll add a little bit of lemon or pineapple to it. I was going to say maybe lemon. Okay. Mm -hmm. Lemon is like more of a refreshing taste, but if you want to just have a little bit of sweet taste to it, pineapples. Okay. No, I like the refreshing. Um, yeah, I'm out of stuff for now, but obviously we're going to do this again. Oh yes, ma'am. All right, girl. Thank you. Okay, you take care. You too. Bye.